Good morning, everyone. Caitlin Long, founder and CEO of Avanti, a U.S. bank focused towards digital assets and major and a major Bitcoin proponent in the U.S., highlighted something yesterday that I'd not given much thought to and think has largely gone unnoticed for the most part up until now. To quote Caitlin, quote, I didn't see something in, uh, until now. Often I've spoke about paper assets creating a fake supply that satisfies real demand and that all else equal, this causes an asset's price to fall. Most recently, this came up in a debate with time value of BTC about using MVRV to value Bitcoin, end quote. In a really powerful Twitter thread, which I encourage you to read for yourself, she highlighted the impact of derivatives markets, specifically the impact to supply and demand through the issuance of paper Bitcoin and the way in which this distorts price. Paper Bitcoin, meaning Bitcoin that are not part of the 21 million fixed supply, rather a contract via an intermediary intermediary for a claim on the value of Bitcoin's current market price, i.e. futures or options derivatives. The thread was in relation to why MVRV ratio, market value to realized value, may not be useful in valuing Bitcoin due to the fact that RV, or realized value, is not an accurate number because of the issuance of all the paper Bitcoin contracts, as she claims many likely run fractional reserves. Quote, the issue, RV isn't an accurate number because it's impacted by all the paper Bitcoin issued by intermediaries. If all intermediaries always hold 100% Bitcoin reserves to back the Bitcoin claims they issue, then RV would be reliable. But many intermediaries likely run fractional, end quote. I've attached the MVRV chart below so you can take a look. The basic idea here is that due to the injection of an artificial supply via paper or fake Bitcoin, people holding the real pristine asset, i.e. on-chain Bitcoin, are having their asset devalued, and not by one factor, but twofold. One, price drops due to fake supply being created, and also, and perhaps more critically, two, price drops or is further impacted further due to demand for the real asset dropping as demand is catered for via the artificial supply instead of the scarce bare asset. So this phenomenon is not just increased supply, but also decreased demand. The fact that this impacts Bitcoin's price in the short term is not what I found most interesting, however. What really stood out to me was the level of fragility this creates and how much more pristine holding the real asset actually is. The risk of a run on the market where there is insufficient Bitcoin held by exchanges to satisfy the claims being made by market participants could lead to a number of failures or blow-ups. The only way to be insulated from this is to hold the true bearer asset. To quote Caitlin again, quote, will we ever be able to observe the true RV for Bitcoin? Yes, I believe so. It will happen someday when there's a run in the market and some intermediaries fail so that only the fully reserved intermediaries survive it, end quote. So basically, a number of players are falling into the same traps that in part led us to this new system, that is rehypothecation and fractional reserves. At the end of the day, the market has a way of working these things out, although it can take much longer than you think and often creates a lot of pain in the process as the market educates participants on risk and risk management. One of the primary reasons Bitcoin is so powerful is the fact that you can securely hold it yourself without any need to trust an intermediary to store and secure it for you. Unlike when you store money in a bank or own stocks via an exchange or gold, silver, or diamonds in a vault, in these instances, you are trusting that when you want to take possession of these commodities, 
that the third party will oblige. Bitcoin is a bearer instrument or asset fully secured by proof of work, whereby no one can create a counterfeit. Is fully secured via unbreakable SHA-256 cryptography, and you do not need to seek anyone's permission to access it. Forfeiting these properties and essentially handing over ownership of your assets and trusting an institution carries significant risk, and for the most part should likely be avoided in my opinion, as to do so dissolves the very qualities that makes Bitcoin so powerful in the first place. As the saying goes, not your keys, not your coins. The simplest thing is often the hardest when it comes to investing. Lowering your time preference, let time do the heavy lifting, let your winners ride and allow them to compound over time. Where there exists opportunities for what seems simple often carry significant hidden risk. Storing your keys offline in a secure way is a process that every Bitcoin holder has, needs to go through for themselves. My hope is that it's in a proactive way because they understand the asset, its qualities and what's at stake as opposed to being reactive and learning the hard way. Hope everyone has a great start to the week and I look forward to chatting to you tomorrow.